Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. You guys know what I am going to say. Welcome to another podcast. Welcome to another podcast. Welcome to a podcast, you know. I just wanted to do this podcast. Um, I'm, I actually wanted to do this podcast for um, a minute now, actually. Um, I didn't really do the podcast or any podcast for like a while lately, just because I had to deal with certain things. Uh, you know, sadly, I'm not consistent with this uh, podcast or my platform, and I wish I was, but, you know, I try my very best um, to do the best that I can uh, to upload as many podcasts and uh, um, I would say um, good information um, for the people that actually listen and etc. But today, 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 you know, we're going to be talking about something. <laughs> Now, I want to say this before I, I say what I was about to say. I believe that I am a Hebrew Israelite. I believe that I am a Jew. I believe that, you know, my people, Blacks, Mexicans, and Indians, so on and so forth, are the true people and the ethnic people of the Israelites. That's what I believe. I believe that we are the chosen people, and I believe that we are ab above all nations and all ethnicities, right? If you guys heard my podcast before, you know, you guys would understand. Or if you guys heard of the Hebrew Israelites, you guys would understand. Am I in a camp? No. Have I been offered to join a camp? Yes. But I decline, right? And I might talk about that, you know, um, in another podcast, why I declined um, to uh, be in a podcast or, or or not in a podcast, but in a camp. Right. But anyway, let's let's continue with the lesson. Right. So we're going to actually talk about something that something that um, I talked about in my last platform that I had. So I had two podcast platforms which were, uh, which was actually um, Chosen Deontay, right? And that was the other podcast that I had. It was Chosen Deontay. And that podcast was, I mean, it got, it got pretty big. Uh, I forgot the password to it. Uh, if I had the password to it, I would probably upload on that and just stick with that. But I am blessed and I am happy that I made a new podcast or a uh, new platform to do my podcast on. Because if I listen to the guy that I was back then and listen to the guy that I am now, I have matured, I have educated myself, and I have uh, really, really calmed down, if you guys ask me. Um, I've came a long way with this platform, or not with this platform, but just a uh a Bible podcast in general. And, um, you know, I love it. I love to do it. It's entertaining uh, to me. I li listen to my own podcast sometimes, you know, not much, but sometimes, you know, when I just forget about certain scriptures, I just, I hear my podcast to remember the scriptures that I presented, right? But today we are going to be talking about Deuteronomy 23 and 7 and 8. Now, as I wanted to say back then, this is a scripture that a lot of people go to. Now, if you don't know, like I said, I believe that I am a Jew. I believe I am a Hebrew Israelite. If you guys don't know uh, what who the Hebrew Israelites are, search them up, right? If you guys want to know what camp I, sub I subscribe to, I subscribe to Sakari, Sons of Thunder, um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it, to be honest with you guys, just those two camps. And a lot of people say, oh, well, the Hebrew Israelites, they hate white people. 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 And, you know, um, I just wanted to talk about that today, right? I wanted to talk about, to, uh, about that today and clear the air with that. And, um, you know, do I support 
all of the camps? Do I think all of the camps are great, good? Of course not. There are certain camps that I believe that kind of go too far. And there are certain camps that I believe that are like, damn, like, you know, I understand, but bro, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So uh, do I promote certain camps actions? Of course not. But at the same time, the message is still getting out there. And I'm happy for that. You know what I mean? So let's break this down, right? Deuteronomy 23 and 7 and 8. Now, this is a lesson. This is a uh, this is a scripture that mainly Christians go to. Many Christians or many people that that um, want to save white people, because, of course, I believe that the Edomites are actually white people. Right. So let's go to Deuteronomy 23 and 7. Right. Because a lot of people believe that, you know, this is a verse that people can go to. This is a verse that people can go to, to actually, um, to show, to show that the Edomites are, um, you don't need to be mean to the Edomites. You need to be good to the Edomites, whatever the case may be. Now let's go to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 23 and 7. This is a KJV. It says, thou shalt not abhor an Edomite, right? So what does abhor mean? Abhor means to basically um, be not mean to somebody, to not be harsh, to not, you know, uh, hurt anybody. Situations like that. That's basically what abhor means, right? It means to not destroy them not to be mean desolate etc right that's that's what what it technically means and then it says for he is thy brother now let's just keep that in mind for he is thy brother then if we keep reading we can keep reading and then it says thou shalt not abhor an egyptian we're also going to be talking about the egyptians as well because I want to break this fully down because a lot of people do not actually uh, talk about the Egyptians, but they stop right here at the Edomite. Right. Because, of course, they're trying to prove their point and they're really not trying to read the context and understand, OK, why can't we abhor the Edomites in this scripture? But there's a lot more scriptures <laughs> that contradict anybody's uh ideology if they believe that this verse is talking about we should be nice to the Edomites and the Egyptians right so like I said let's keep this in mind right thou shalt not abhor an Egyptian because thou was a because thou was a stranger in his land right so a lot of people go here they go here to prove that uh, they go here to prove that, you know, we should be nice. We shouldn't be mean, et cetera, whatever the case may be. Here's the problem right now. I'm going to take this slow because I'm going to get somewhere with this. Right. Like I said before, a lot of people go to this verse to prove that we are not supposed to be mean to the uh, to the Elamites. Right. Now, I heard people say. Well, the reason why that God hates Esau or hates the Edomites is because of Esau, because, of course, Esau gave Jacob his birthright for a bowl of soup. Or they say, well, God hates him because uh, Esau was wicked and Jacob wasn't right. Uh, Esau was disobedient. Jacob wasn't. And that's what certain people might say. Right. Here's the thing about that. Let's go to Romans. Let's go to Romans 9, right? Let's go to Romans 9. Let's go to Romans 9 and Romans 9 and 11. It says, for the children being not yet born, neither have done any good or any evil, that the purpose of God according to the election might stand not of works, but of them that calleth. Now, what is this actually talking about, right? Let's read it slowly. 
for the children being not yet born, right? So these children, if you guys know the history or the text of uh, Jacob and Esau, of course, uh, they were twins. Of course, they were twins, but different nations. It tells you that in Genesis 25, right? The history of them and stuff like that. So before they were born, right? Neither having done any good or evil. So before they were born, before they even did any good or evil, what happened? That the purpose of God, according to the election, might stand. So what is this saying? This is typically saying that God had a purpose from the beginning before they even existed. Let's get a different translation on this. Right. Because I want everybody to really understand what I'm saying. Right. Let's go to my favorite, the NOT. But before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, she received a message from God. This message shows that God chooses people according to his own purpose. Right. So the most high God before, let me remind you guys, before they were even born, the most high God chose Jacob from the beginning. Right. And y'all might be saying, well, Deontay, you're contradicting. You're contradicting yourself because you're saying that, you know, before they did anything bad or good, why did God uh, not like Esau because Esau sold his birthright or he was disobedient uh, or he didn't listen to God, right? I'm not disclaiming that. I agree. I 100% agree with what you guys are saying. But what I'm saying is that the Most High God, Yahweh, he had a purpose, right? He had, he had a purpose from the beginning. Before they were even born, he had a purpose on what he was going to do. That is what I'm trying to say. Right? And let's read verse 12. It says, and th this is the KJV still, or uh, now. It says, Romans 9 and 12, it says, It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. Who is the elder? Esau. Who is the younger? Jacob. So this was from the beginning. Right? This was from the beginning. Even in uh, Genesis 25, it says this. Right? And then, of course, we go to Romans 9 and 13. It says, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, and but Esau have I hated. Right? So the reason why then I'm bring, bringing out this is, one, God already had a election in, in place before the two children, be, be, before Jacob and Esau even did anything, good or bad. God had a purpose on who he was going to choose from the get-go. That's the crazy part right there, right? And num number two, what I'm showing you is, is that the Most High God hates Esau. And this is the New Testament, right? Even in the New Testament, God still hates Esau, right? But loves Jacob. So here's the other thing that we need to under, understand. We need to understand that God also... See, okay, I'm going to just backtrack. Right. I'm going to go slow because, of course, this is an easy breakdown. People, certain people say to camps, to these Hebrew Israelite camps. Right. They might say. You're not supposed to hate Esau. You're not supposed to hate Esau. You're not supposed to be mean to Esau. You're not supposed to be anything to Esau. That is God's judgment, right? God has his own judgment. God has his own purpose on what he's going to do. What if I told you 
What if I told you that the Most High God actually uses his people to actually do his dirty work for him? Or not even really his dirty work, but his righteous work, right? What if I told you that? You don't believe me? Let's go to Ezekiel, right? Let's go to Ezekiel. And if I remember, Ezekiel 25, Ezekiel 25, and yes, Ezekiel 25 and 12. KJV, let's say it the Lord God, sorry, let's say it the Lord God, because the Edom have dwelt against, uh, yeah, dwelt against the house of Judah by taking vengeance and have greatly offended and refuged himself upon them. Verse 13, therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will also stretch out my hand upon Edom, right? So majority, this is the most high God, right? Going to set judgment upon Edom. I mean, God sets judgment on Edom like crazy. But in this text, he says that the Most High God is going to set his judgment on Edom because of what Edom has done to his people, right? And of course, we all know if you touch uh, the apple, uh, if you touch his people, if you touch God's people, then you also have touched his eye, right? So we all know that, right? And then it, it also says, and will cut off man and beast from it, and I will make it desolate from Teman. And Teman is, I believe, he is the son or he, he's the son of Amalek. And Amalek is the grandfather of Esau, I believe. I'm not pretty sure about that. And they of Dedan shall fall by the sword. Now, who is Dedan? Right now, I want everybody to hear this right quick. We're not even talking about the Egyptians. But Dedan is a part of 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 um of the seed line or the pedigree of ham and if you guys know ham which is the hamites are a part of the canaanites right so the hamites are a part of the canaanites so and the canaanites are egyptians that's who the Canaanites are. The Canaanites are the Hamites. And they are Egyptians. So I just want everybody to know this, right? We remember when we went to Deuteronomy 28 or sorry, uh, 20, 23 and 7 and talked about Egyptians. We should not abhor the Egyptians because we were in their land, because we were strangers in their land, right? The why in this verse is it say that they are going to uh, Dedan, which is a Canaanite, shall fall by the sword. We're going to pause on the Edomite or uh, on the Egyptians right now. We're focusing on Edom right now, right? Verse 14. And I will lay my vengeance upon Edom by the hand of my people Israel. Let me repeat this again. Did you guys remember when I just said that the Most High God will use his people to do his righteous vengeance or dirty work? His righteous work. Do you guys remember when I said that? Let's read this one more time. Ezekiel 25 and 14 KJV. And I will lay my vengeance upon Edom by the hand of my people Israel. And they shall do in Edom according to mine anger and according to my fury. And they shall know my vengeance, saith the Lord. So when people say, so when people say you're not supposed to hate the Edomites because God is going to take vengeance upon the Edomites, not you. Not you. God is. But what if God 
gives us his vengeance and puts it on his people and then his people do his work that he wanted all along you see what see you see like it's crazy to think that but that's just the honest truth right and then not even that let's talk about david how about king david right king david the most beloved right let's let's talk about king david right let's talk about him real quick where is it is it psalms yeah psalms 139 right we're we're actually going to go to psalms 139 where is psalms Psalms 139, verse 19, right? Psalms 139, verse 19. This is the song of King David. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men. Verse 20, for they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. So this is basically, I believe, a musician. Uh, what is this? Let me see real quick. It is uh, to chief mission uh, musician, a psalm of David, right? So th this is a song of David, right? Basically, David's saying, that of course these wicked people are our enemy these wicked people are using your name in vain etc they're being wicked towards you etc right um verse 21 do not i hate them O lord that hate thee and am and am not i grieved with those that rise up against thee right Verse 22, here's the kicker. I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Right? So when people say you can't hate the Edomites, you guys are just racist. You can't hate them. God can only hate them. God can only do vengeance upon them. And not y'all. But this is King David. King David. Who God said didn't commit no sin but only one. And that was Bathsheba and killing the husband. Right? The only sin that he did was that. And this is the man that God did everything for and you're telling me that we cannot hate just because we cannot hate a race that doesn't like our god etc but king david said that i hate them with a perfect hatred and count them my enemies so are you guys going to say that King David can't hate? Right? King David hated the Edomites. If you if you read the read the the uh, story of him going to war with the Edomites, etc. Oh, King David hated the Edomites. Right? So we can hate the Edomites if we choose or if anybody chooses, right? Any brew chooses. I mean, because if we want to be honest, I mean, not to be rude or disrespectful, but I'm okay with white people. Now, I'm going to say this real quick because I want to continue with the podcast because I don't want this to be really too long, but it probably will. I will say this, that white people are good somewhat. Actually, no, I would say this. If white people were 100% good, then what they would do is they would actually give reparation to black people, so-called black people. They would actually, you know, um, 
help us way more out and not just us but the mexicans and also the indians way more they would give the indians way more land that they have i'm gonna just be real with you that they stole and uh took and killed and jeopardized if you want me to be real with you and same way with the mexicans and um you know and most of these banks are actually uh formed and are rich right now because of the uh Hellenic slave trade that happened. I mean, if we want to be honest. <laughs> and then if we also want to really be honest, right? If we really want to be honest, if they were really sorry, if they were really sorry, they would give us our own land. Just like Wall Street. Right? So I'm cool with certain white people. I will say that. I am cool with certain certain white people. I'm okay with certain white people. I'll open the door for them, shake their hand, be cool with them, talk to them, whatever the case, fist bump them, whatever the case may be. But deep down, I never ever lose sight of a white person. Right? Because I do know. Because even though I can be cool with them, I can be whatever to them, right? That's cool. But I know that they are the goddamn devil that the Bible speaks of. And that's a fact. So that's all I have to say about that, right? You can't be ignorant just because... <clears throat> you can't be ignorant just because they seem cool to you at first right and here's another thing let's go to my favorite opadiah one right opadiah one and opadiah one and 17 right so we're going here to talk about you know um we're actually going to go here right to talk about you know why that the most high God is actually going to use us. He's going to use us for his vengeance, right? Obadiah 1 and 17. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Whose possessions? Let's keep on reading. Verse 18. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau for stumble, and they shall kindle in them, and devour them, and there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau, for the Lord have spoken it. So now I have a question. For the people that say, we are not going to do or we don't have the right to hate Esau and we don't have the right to, you know, to uh, to hate the Edomites because what they did, because God is going to put vengeance upon the eat uh, on the Edomites. For the people that say that, I just want you all to know, I just proved two verses. That claim that. The most high God is going to use his people to destroy Esau. And this is the crazy part. I'm not even done yet. There's one more that I want, want to get to. One. I go to that. I want to say this. Let's go back to Deuteronomy. De De Deuteronomy 23. Let's go back to it, right? Because I want people to really understand this. Deuteronomy 23 and 7. Thou shalt not abhor an Edomite, for he is thy brother. I just proved several of scriptures that claim that the Most High God has vengeance upon the Edomites. He's going to use his people to declare his vengeance upon the Edomites. And even God himself hates Esau. And even before the two children that were different nations in the womb, 
even though that um, Esau sold his birthright, and even though Esau was disobedient, God still, still had a purpose for what he was going to do from the beginning, when they were even born. And that's the crazy part, right? So now the question is, what what is this actually talking about, right? What is this actually talking about? Well, let's get to the, before we get to the Egyptian, let's go to, let's go to two chapters later. Let's go two chapters later. And let's go to Deuteronomy 25, right? Let's go to Deuteronomy 25 and 19. And this is the kicker. And this is the coffin right here. It says, therefore, it shall be when the Lord thy God have given thee rest from all thine enemies round about in the land which the Lord thy God have given thee for an inheritance to possess it, to possess it that thou shalt blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under from under heaven. Thou shalt not forget it. Who is Amalek? I just talked about who Amalek was. But let's actually go to the concordance, right? And let's do the proper hermeneutics when it comes to Amalek, right? So let's go to Amalek, which is H602, or H6002. Let's go here. And it says Amalek, uh, dweller in a valley, son of Alipaz, I believe, by his concubine, uh, Timana, grandson of Esau, and pro uh, generator of a tribe of people in southern Canaan. Right? Descendants of Amalek. So this is an Edomite. And then let's go to the Strong's definitions. Right? He is a foreign origin. Amalek. A descendant of Esau. So this is a this is a Edomite. Amalek is an Edomite, basically a tribe or kind of like a clan of Edomites. Amalek is the grandson of Esau. So two. So this is why that I say that Deuteronomy twenty three and seven cannot actually. Uh, be talking about loving the Edomites. It can't be talking about that, but it has to be talking about something else. Because two chapters later, in Deuteronomy 25 and 19, why is the why is the Lord saying that the descendants of Esau are going to be no more remembrance under heaven? And thou shalt not forget it. Why, why is God saying that you should not abhor the Edomite? But then two chapters later, he's saying you will <laughs> blot out the remembrance of Amalek, a.k.a. Edomites, from under heaven. And plus, there's many other scriptures that prove it. Egyptians, Egyptians, Egyptians. Let's go to Egyptians now, right? Let's go back to Deuteronomy 7 or 23, 23 and 7, right? It says, thou shalt not abhor an, an Egyptian because thou was a stranger in his land. Tell me one thing. Why did the Most High God kill the Egyptians firstborns? 
If God said not to abhor the Egyptians, then why did God destroy the firstborns of the Egyptians? Do you want to know why? Where is it? Let's go to that first. What is that verse? Uh, Exodus, 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 yep, there it is. Okay, Exodus thirteen. Exodus 13, Exodus 13, Exodus 13, okay, Exodus uh, 13 and yeah, Exodus 13 and 15. Actually, hold on. Yeah, Exodus 13 and 15, right? And it shall come to pass when Pharaoh would hardly let us go, right? That the Lord uh, swew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of men and the firstborn of beasts. Therefore, I sacrifice to the Lord all that opening the matrix, being males, but all the firstborn of my children I redeemed. Right? So let's go into the other translations, right? NL team. Pharaoh uh, stubbornly, I can't say that word, but y'all know what, what I'm trying to say, refused to let us go. So the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt. Right? And why did he do this? Right? He did this because Pharaoh was stubborn. Stubbornly. There we go. I said it. <laughs> Stubbornly. Refused to let God's people go. God's people go. Pharaoh would not ref, uh, would not let God's people go. So what did the Most High do? Kill the firstborn of every male. This was a punishment, right? So if God said not to abhor the evil, uh, the Egyptians, then why did He kill the firstborns? Because He didn't let uh, His people go. Right? So we have to talk about that. Then, this is the last part, too. Let's go to Joel. Joel 3. Joel 3 and 18. Joel 3 and 18. Let's read a different translation for this. Because this one... <laughs> I said this in my last podcast. Let's go to the NLT, my favorite. Y'all know I do comparative translation. Let's go to Joel 3 and 18. This is the NLT. In that day, the mountains will drip with sweat, uh, with sweet wine, and the hills will flow with milk. Water will fill the steam beds of Judah, and a fountain will burst forth all or forth from the Lord's temple, watering the Arad Valley of uh, Ashes. Verse 19, but, but Egypt will become a wasteland and Edom, which is crazy because we just talked about Edom, and Edom will become a wilderness because they attacked the people of Judah and killed innocent people in their land.
right? So how are we going to say that this is that Deuteronomy 23 and 7 is actually talking about being nice to them? We don't we we can't hate them. We can't do this. We can't do that. Right? There's so much vengeance upon the Egyptians, the Edomites, etc. And then one more thing too that I wanna that I wanna say too. Let's go to Psalms. Let's 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 go back to Psalms, right? Let's go to Psalms A3. Psalms A3. I believe it's A3. Psalms 83, right? Um, Psalms 83, and let's just read Psalms 83 and 1. A song, a psalm of Ashapah. And this is also the NLT. Oh God, do not be silent. Do not be deaf. Do not be quiet, O Oh God, don't you hear the uproar of your enemies? Don't you see that your arrangement uh, enemies are rising up? They devise uh, craftily screams against your people. They conspire against your your uh, your precious ones. Come, they say. Let us wipe out Israel as a nation. We will destroy the very memory of its existence. So why is it that in Psalms 83, it's talking about how the Israelites are basically begging the Lord to hear them, to help them, because the enemies are trying to team up to destroy them. And to wipe them out as a nation. Now let's now let's actually drop down. Let's actually drop down to verse six and see who these enemies are that are trying to destroy and wipe out the Israelites. These Edomites and Ishmaelites and Moabites and Hagarites. <laughs> verse seven, uh, Jebatrites, uh, Ammonites, Ammonites. Uh, and Amalekites, em or something, I believe that's Amalek, and people from Philistia and Terra, right? Australia has joined them too and is aligned, uh, is allied with the descendants of Lot, right? So these are the people that are enemies, right, of Israel and the Most High God. So how are we going to say that? In, so how, so th this is my point that I'm trying to say. How are we going to say that Deuteronomy 23 and 7 is actually talking about we should be nice to them, be joyful to them, don't be mean to them, don't hate them, don't be rude to them, don't be whatever to them. But if we go in the Bible and clearly bring precept upon precept, line upon line and show each other that God still has hatred for the Edomites, hatred for the Egyptians, has vengeance for both nations and will use his people for his vengeance. King David saying that he hates what God hates. How can we say that this is actually talking about something else? Right? So let, let me actually tell you guys what Deuteronomy 23 is actually talking about now. Right? Deuteronomy 23 and 7. Right? Let's go back to the KJV. Right? It says, Thou shalt not abhor an Edomite, for he is thy brother. Thou shalt not abhor a Egyptian because thou wast a stranger in his land. Verse 8. The children that are begotten of them shall enter into the congregation of the Lord in their third generation. 
it's very simple on what this is actually talking about. This is simply talking about, if you read the full context of Deuteronomy 23, it's talking about sacrificing. It's talking about the temple. That's what it's actually talking about. It's talking about how uh, these Gentiles, these other nations cannot enter into the, into the congregation unless sacrifice, right? And then in verse 8 in uh, Deuteronomy 23 and 8, it's, it's talking about the third generation, right? The children that are begotten of them, Edomites and Egyptians, shall enter into the congregation of the Lord in their third generation. Like, dude, like that's what we need to understand. This is not talking about, oh, we should always be nice to them. Because now we're contradicting a lot of scriptures in the Bible, right? A lot. And I believe let's go to Lamentations 1 and 10, I believe. Let's go to Lamentations 1 and 10. It says, yeah, Lamentations 1 and 10. It says, the adversary have spread out his hand upon all the pleasant things. For she have seen that the heathen entered into her sanctuary, whom thou didst command that they should not enter into thy congregation. Right? So the heathen are not even supposed to enter into the congregation just because, okay, they just want to enter into the congregation. No, they have to enter into the congregation for a reason, and that reason is because of sacrificing, right? Because if you guys didn't know this, that the Edomite, or not, not the Edomites, but the other na nations had to sacrifice to get forgiveness of their sins as well. Especially if, if they were dwelling in the land, right? If they were dwelling in the land, they had to sacrifice, just like we had to, because they're in our land, right? That's the whole concept of Deuteronomy 23. Not, oh, we have to be nice to them. Oh, we can't hate them. Oh, we can't do this. No, it's only talking about sacrificing. Once they out of our land, we can do usury to them. We can treat them as dogs. I mean, we can keep them as servants and handmaids forever, and we can let them go if we want to. Their sons and daughters, we can uh, lend to our generation after generation after generation. And if you guys want li to listen to that podcast where I talk about that, I believe it's, um, is there a hierarchy in the Bible? And I actually speak about that. Right. So. We are reaching my time limit. Well, not really my time limit. I got a lot of time left, but you guys know that I have something new to do or not new to do, but something that I've uh, that I've learned. Well, I wouldn't say learn, but I would say that I'm starting to do so. If you guys did not go check out, is God a man or woman? It is on my podcast right now. Um, what is that podcast even talking about? Well, let me explain. British uh, kind of have a weird understanding. Um, <laughs> their belief system is kind of off track at the moment. Um, they are. They believe that God is a woman. They believe that you know God is okay with homosexuality, etc. Whatever the case may be. And they're trying to uh, make God into this loving woman and he he or she loves homosexuality, whatever the case may be. Go check that out. It is very, very, very interesting. Uh, nigger is in the Bible. You guys are probably like, oh, my gosh. Like, why did he just say that? Oh, my gosh. Well, sorry to say this. Not really. But nigger is in the Bible. And that's just a fun, interesting fact, right? The 
the ER word, and I'm going to just say that, the ER word, all it is, it just, it just means black. It is not something crazy. It means black. And the, uh, the Jews back in that time were actually being called nigger. And that's just a fact. And so, um, which is the most crazy part is that certain people believe that the verse that I give out, it means Niger, but actually Niger didn't become a, uh, didn't even become Niger until what, 1830 something, I believe, something like that. So what was the word actually um, before Niger was even invented or not really invented, but founded, right? And then we have to understand that Niger was also founded by French. So it's just very interesting about that. Go check that out if you guys want to. I kind of stumbled on it a little bit, but it is very interesting to listen to. The two last podcasts that I really advise you guys to listen to is Why I Live Christianity Part 1 and Part 2. This is a very fun podcast that I did. Um, it actually uh, talks about a brother. Uh, his name is Young Don. I don't know if you you guys have heard him or not. Young Don, he has like 330 something subscribers, probably more now. But he's a cool brother, seems like an interesting brother. But his doctrine, of course, I, I, I just do not uh, believe that, that it is truth. I don't believe that it's it's uh, it's what the Bible actually says, etc. Right. So I talk about uh, young Don and uh, young Don did a response to a former Christian that said that he was a Christian and he was hot for Jesus and whatever the case may be. And um, he just left the Christian church. And, um, you know, it was a very interesting, <clears throat> interesting podcast. Um, young Don was trying to use scriptures that didn't even uh, that what wasn't even re really for uh, the topic or the reason for the brother to even leave out of Christianity or the church. Right. So I, I break that all down, whatever the case may be. It's it, for two. Uh, for those two, for part one, it's almost an hour. And for part two, I mean, or part one, it's almost an hour. And part two, it's almost an hour too. So it's a good podcast, I would say. But other than that, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys were edified. And I hope that you guys come listen to my podcast. Again, I want to give all praises, honor, and glory to the Most High Yahweh. And we do so by Hashem Yahweh Shah. Until next time, Shalom. Peace.